What is up, everybody? It's Dr. Vibe here, host and producer of the award-winning Dr. Vibe show with my man from the left coast, Kinte Ferguson. How we doing, Kinte? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. And uh, it's going to be a great conversation we're going to have tonight. Absolutely. And uh, for those who don't know what we do, we've been doing it for the last few weeks. It's going to be, God willing, a, a regular thing called Black Men from North of the 49th, which is me in Toronto. And Kinte is Black Men from South of the 49th. And we're going to be hosting another epic conversation tonight. And the uh, title of the conversation is Having Faith Through These Tough Days. Kinte has two friends that he's brought along to amplify this conversation. So I'm going to hand it over to Kinte to introduce them. Yeah, uh, I'm very, very happy and very blessed to have uh, two great gentlemen on the show. And we're going to we're going to talk that topic, but we're going to talk a little bit about what they do. And uh, then we'll then we'll transfer into the to the uh, conversation. Um, so the first person uh, I've known my whole life Uh <laughs> He's known me before I knew who what I was. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is my cousin, uh, Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, how you doing, Kente? How's everything? I'm great. I'm great. And uh, just kind of give people a little background on who you are. Uh, okay. My name is uh, Jeffrey Watson. Uh, uh, I guess my stage name for a while is J-Dub. I'm DJ for a while, uh, produce and write music, uh, rap for a while, scenes of the group for word. We actually released, I don't know, four or five albums, another group for word jazz. We did a jazz album, two of those other uh, on Spotify and all, but musician, man of God, uh, lover of life <laughs> and people, um, uh, just trying to make it, um, became a baker lately talk about that later but <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh that's me in a nutshell keep it short yeah well i'm so glad that you're here and uh looking forward to chopping it up with you uh and also you brought now it says harold on his screen but we know him <laughs> as uh pete yeah uh so i'm gonna refer to him as pete so if y'all get confused uh <laughs> you know because I, I you know i don't i don't know you as harold i just know you as pete uh, so, Pete, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys for inviting me. First of all, um, you know, I uh, I'm a I'm a musician as well. I mean, uh, I started at a young age. I play keyboards. I play piano. I I write, uh, produce. Uh, I've been in several groups uh, over the years. Uh, I I did have an opportunity to uh, play professionally overseas. Uh, at, early years on with with a group called unity one and you know after about i'm not gonna say so many years of that i'll go with my age but after after those uh those years uh you know doing the the frat circuit fraternity circuit did uh lived in vegas did vegas a little bit here and there and then you know when i came to california uh after that that thing was over that whole uh that that part of my life was over uh you know i got saved in uh seven and uh that's when i met jeff at uh lord's place church and that's when uh i changed my life and started doing music for god you know you know still i have ideas for just all kinds of music but god has gifted me to be able to uh use my gift use my talent to to reach people you know and uh so we are forward that's when we uh, form forward uh may you rest in peace my brother john john lewis 
uh, was a bass player. He was the, one of the main members of Ford. But anyway, that's how we uh, uh, got together. So we've been uh, kind of, well, since the last year, we haven't seen each other in about a year. But we've been, uh, uh, you know, before that, we've been uh, pre- pretty consistent uh, doing our music, doing Ford music. And uh, that's pretty much why I do vocals, vocals, a little bit of keys, and writing and producing. All right, all right. And um, did, did you guys say where you guys are based out of? I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't. Um, I'm based out of Riverside. Right? We're in the IE, Inland Empire. He's in Moreno Valley. I'm, I'm sorry, Pete. I guess I couldn't <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> and I'm in Riverside right now. So. All right. Okay, so uh, I, I want to kind of get into uh, you guys' music and what you can expect when you when you hear it. Um, first of all, uh, Jeff, well, what are the instruments that you play? Uh, bass, keyboards, uh, do drum programming, uh, production. Um, so, uh, I mean, Pete does production too. So we collaborate together, but he's the main keyboard guy. If I need some keys, I go to Pete. Hey man, I got this in my head. I need, I need these chords. I know I can hear what, what I want, but putting it, I'm learning. So I get out and then I'm, I hear more intricate than I can do. Mm. So I, I get the bass and all right, Pete, check this out. And this is what I hear. And then he'll get, is it like that? He'll get it. And, or somebody just say, Hey, put something in there. I had a baseline drums. And what do you hear? And you know, just put it in there. That's basically how we write. I mean, a lot of times it's just what you hear, what we what we feel, what's what's inside, and it comes. And then the words come. Every now and then we get words first, but usually it's music first, then words to it. So uh, very, um, uh, it's not. I don't know. Technically, I guess it's not like we sit down and write. Okay, I'm gonna put A minor here, F minor. It's it's really a, a feel for. It. And we have a, a good rapport with each other. So us being apart really made it difficult not being able to be in the same room. And so we're trying to find a program that we can do it together in separate because we got to be separate. But we can do it together. And there's only a couple out there. And one one's for Mac only. And the other one we're trying to do, we haven't got to work yet. So, uh, <laughs> But if we do, then we can actually get back to writing together. So I try to just send stuff to them that you can hear and, you know, see if we can write that way. But yeah, so, I have a question for both Jeffrey and Harold. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did music come to you or did you come to music? Uh, you want to go, you want to answer that Jeff, first? Uh, okay. Uh, for <laughs> me, <laughs> uh, it's funny. I've, I've been playing since, middle school i started in the band trumpet i played a lot of instruments i didn't realize it didn't think about it that way but from trumpet violin i wanted to play bass all my life and i could never get the bass someone always got the bass first so i ended up going to clarinet or violin to violin because i couldn't get the bass um I finally my wife my second wife bought me a bass guitar finally i've been wanting one all my life and i was, I was almost I never, 40 i, I finally got my I got my first base. Then guess what I did with it? Let it sit there in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't play it. Went to work and do anything with it. My, you should have gave it to me. <laughs> oh, the I base, the, the bass is my favorite instrument. 
that, you know, <laughs> I I have you so I have two here. I actually have four bases now, and I play them now. But oh, you my, play them. You play, play them now. now. I okay, baseball. I just want to make sure. <laughs> but our friend, he's the bass player. He's been playing for years, and I love the way he played. You know? And he kept telling me pick it up. And I, yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I got used to synthesizing because you got a bass on the synth. I could play all the, the instruments. I put them together and make my song. That's how we did it. And he said, pick it up. Let's get together. So one day. July 2007. I remember, I remember the time. We, we're going to meet in my garage, and we're going to play. Bring your bass. So I brought my bass. He was learning guitar at the time. And Pete already knew keys. So we got together, and we actually wrote... Well, actually, Pete had the song wrote, but we played it that day. One song, and the first day we got together, and that's when we decided, you know, there's something special here we got. And from that day forward, we started writing <laughs> and producing, but I, I'm sorry to answer your question. I know you too. I, I think it's a little of both. I came to it because I've always wanted to do it, and DJing led me to being able to write my own music, and, and so I that's how I came to music. Music came to me that way. RP, I'm sorry. You're okay, right. my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think uh, the answer to your question for me is. I think music came to me first because I grew up in a household where uh, my father would always have a radio on. Uh, You know, even when I was going to uh, elementary school, it was just always, I was always surrounded by music. I have cousins that play, they sing. Uh, A lot of of females and first and second cousins, they all in choirs. uh, One of my cousins taught piano lessons, which I never went to to get piano lessons from her because I was I can God give to me to use my ear. I play by ear. Uh, you know, it's never too late. You know, and I, that's something I do want to do. But I, I learn a lot from watching other people and just being inspired, inspired and having a gift to do it. You know, my brother, my, actually my father played a long time ago. They had an old 78 record. You know, it kind of looks like a, uh, it's just one side and you play it on the 78 speed. I don't know if you can find anything to play it, play anything like that on it. And he, yeah, their song was played on the radio back in his day, back in the 50s. Uh, anyway, uh, my brother played. Um, my my uh, sister plays trumpet. She's a drum teacher now. She plays trumpet. She played in Valley Mississippi Valley State Band, you know, same school Jerry Rice went to, Mississippi Valley State. Um, my uh, youngest sister can't sing. They just don't use the talent. But I just, you know, even my cousin. So I just kind of came from, I think, music just was waiting for me to show up <laughs> and there it is you know i get absorbed with all of this music around me and through family and friends and just just music so i, I guess the answer to your question is i think music uh came to me first Good stuff kente yeah well um now you know a lot of us we think we can sing you know <laughs> you know maybe a little karaoke a little shower <laughs> I think we all got platinum albums in the shower, right? In the shower, yeah. That's right. So what was what was that point when you realized, you know what, I should like do this for real, for real, instead of just you know just doing it, you know? Uh, in either one can. Go, you can go first. This I'll time. go. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> well, the point for me was when my mom said, "You got to get out of my house because you don't have a job." <laughs> okay, I'm in high school, and. You know, with my buddies, we got a little, we, we, we get together after high school. I even skip school to do music. 
we had a little garage and one of the guys was a drummer. He we all he was a singer, I was a sophomore, and he would pay for everything, you know. He's you know, his family had a little little money and uh and uh it got to the point to where, okay, I'll keep doing this, I keep doing this, I keep getting in trouble, I keep clashing with my parents with this, I keep clashing with you know, and they, they, they believe in safe mode, you know, get a real job, get a real job. Okay, I get it. Nobody was believing in me, nobody, you know, wanted me to do what they wanted me to do what they wanted me to do. It's not like, well, let me go for it. You got to take some risk, you know? Let me take a chance. You know, if I fail, then I would never know if I listened to them and didn't do it. I had a chance to see seven different countries doing what I love doing, you know, if I had listened to, to them. But that was on me. That was a chance I had to take. Thank, praise God that it turned out. It turned out well. But anyway, um, yeah, I knew I had to be serious about it because I'm getting older. And I said, well, you know, if I could get with some guys, man, that's serious, like I am wanted it, man, maybe I could do this. And sure enough, uh, right out of, out of high school, I was about 19, 18, 19 years old. Some other guys, they were doing the same thing. They was going through similar situations with their families. So we were like, man, let's, let's, let's woodshed. Let's woodshed. Let's practice. There's one of the guys, uh, Scoop, he's a bass player. He was already playing for uh, with a top band that was going to fraternity circuit. He was the older guy in the group than all of us. He's like, man, we can make money with you guys. We can make money together. He knew the circuit. He knew how to get in and get in the college circuit and that whole thing and do you know be their band every year. I'll say for the after that for the next 16 years we traveled together. Uh, rest of history. Only thing we didn't have was a hit record. And uh, <laughs> praise God that. You know, uh, that was that's when I knew. Okay, this is for real. This is serious. And that's when Vegas and then California and all that came came about. So that's pretty much how it went down for me. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, Jeff. Oh, my turn. Uh, okay, <laughs> mine ain't as long as yours. I, I okay, okay. I, <laughs> I just um, I, I learned to DJ. I remember meeting a guy out of high school. He'd already been out for a year. And I, I just graduated, and I wanted to learn to DJ. And I watched him do it, and I was like, man, I want to learn to do that. Will you teach me? Now, he thought he was putting me on the spot. Okay, if you buy the equipment, I'll teach you. All right, we'll go. To, let's go tomorrow and get it. <laughs> so he went down, got two turntables and a mixer. And so he was showing me how, you know, knowing that it takes time and effort and drive to learn how to do it. So he didn't think I was gonna do it he really thought i was gonna you know okay he's buying it i got equipment out of it so he doesn't learn he doesn't learn but i was there every day every day three four hours every day mixing mixing i mean of course the beginning was terrible but you didn't you can't mix in the headphones you gotta have that out the speakers to really do your defense oh man his family hated me <laughs> he's here again Tell i us. think i think it comes with the territory that part but but that's how I got started, and then from there it led me to doing my own. But I, we made money at it. We, I promoted dances and making ten thousand a month. We were making money at it. Then we said, "Well, the rap thing." We were early in the rap thing, trying to do the rap thing, and we started writing that way. That's when I started writing. We thought we were going to be able to get a hit record. We, his uncle worked at MCA. We took him a demo, but it wasn't a professional demo. And so he's like, "Well, you got a pretty good idea, but." Yeah, I think you need to work on it some more. So we didn't get in an MCA. And then, of course, we were kind of, we thought we knew everything, too. So that didn't help. 
So we had to take, I took the long way around, ended up going through church. And there were opportunities we had that we turned down because we thought we knew the answer. It could have been Pat Boone, um, Andre Crouch, a guy we knew knew them. So I can introduce you to them and they can help you. Well, I didn't know Pat Boone or Andre Crouch. So I'm like, oh, these dudes, I didn't, I didn't know them. I'm, you know, give me somebody that I know I've heard on the radio. New to Christian, been a Christian about a year, and we wrote Christian rap. Now, our pastor had never heard of such a thing, so yeah, you got to meet them. But And we blew the chance to probably get in there with those. Those people were in the industry, not knowing that it's uh, who you know that can lead you to somebody else that knows that's where you you want to be, even though you don't know this person. They they're they got history. They're legends. They could introduce you to somebody that's new and that person that's new would be glad to help the legends person. But we didn't know, so I had to go the long way around. But I'm glad I met these guys because through church I got to home my craft. And I got to you know, we recorded some I think we recorded some nice songs. They might not have went platinum, but <laughs> there there's some it's some good music we we put together. You know what's the trip was, I can recall like when you were rapping and stuff. I don't know if I at that point had heard of a Christian rapper. Uh, the most probably the the biggest thing was like MC Hammer had a song called "You Got to Pray." Like that's about as that's about as much as I knew about that. So I thought, man, you know, you, you know, you guys were really dope because uh, I remember it was you, your sister. And, uh, and, and who and else Rick, was Ricky was the other guy right I remember and you guys would, was doing your thing and all of that and uh, yeah. n- you know now Christian rap is, is, is really big yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, that's interesting though um, so let me ask this question look I, I you know uh, I'm not a uh, I've tried to write songs it, it always comes out corny to me so uh, that's why none of y'all have heard them so, like, what is that process like when you sit down and start, you know, crafting a song? Like, where you start at? Is it like, I mean, is it, do you, is it a spark of inspiration? Can you force it? Uh, you know, like, how does it, how does it happen? The corny is probably comes from forcing it. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> do experience is good. Uh, you got a girl, you know. Sometimes it's other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still, I've started here since COVID, I wrote a couple of secular. Well, I have one Christmas song I've had for 15, 20 years. Just, I've never got it down. I finally got it down since COVID. I, and so I, you know, I didn't get Pete to put his taste on it, but it's a Christmas song, Lonely Christmas. Uh, it's, I got to release it this Christmas. I think it's going to be great. But there's another song I did, uh, What Would You Do? I just wrote and I sent that to Pete. <laughs> secular. But it just came to me. I'm listening to this groove I put together. I was like, what would you do? And then it's about a guy who's been with a girl since they were five years old. They went through school, sweethearts. He uh, grew up, made him. She's his wife, married her, comes home one day from work, and she's with some other dude. Mm. <laughs> he gets in there. So he gets the shotgun out. And he, <laughs> he's upset. <laughs> But he doesn't shoot him. He finds out it's his best friend. Ooh. That's a twist. Oh, yeah. He's getting shot, for real. (laughs) We didn't didn't do another verse for the shooting. We just just left that and find out it's his best friend. And he took it out. Yeah, Yeah, taking his butt out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
can I can, quickly? Can I do some quick shout outs? Um, uh, today is a good friend of mine, uh, Olaf Barbosa. We do uh, mini podcasts together. It's his birthday, and he is uh, so kind to share part of his birthday with us in the chat room. So big shout out to Olaf uh, hey, Barbosa. Olaf. I believe Happy he. Birthday, I believe he's finally twenty one. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to definitely give. It's about to start. <laughs> right, he, he's not twenty one, but uh, you know. Oh, oh, uh, but uh, big shout out to him, and I see uh, um, my sister Melanie is in the audience, hey, and my brother, up, my brother John, and my oh, nephew God. Alex too. I see as well. Right. So big shout out to them and everybody who's here. On uh, checking us out on um, both Get Vocal, they're checking us out on Facebook and YouTube, so they're all over the place. So, shout out to everybody, and we'll do a proper chat room shout out a little bit later. All right. So, um, okay. So, that's that's I've always been fascinated about crafting songs, right? And here's my here's my thing too is if you've had an experience with somebody that may not be necessarily positive. But it's inspirational for you to write about it. Yeah. Um, is there some kind of issue there if you include the story that maybe on their side might be a little, you know, maybe they don't want a song about it because it doesn't maybe they're on the bad end of it? Or, I mean, or is it just that's your experience and you're just going to write about what you do and if they just be, it just it is what it is? Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. That's how it works. It's, it's it's your story so you're you're free to express your story you know justin timberlake they cry me a river well most mm. people know what that's about right <laughs> he's writing about his experience mm. with brit said, but hey mm. it's his experience you can't take my experience from me you could try to do like trump and ban you from releasing you know <laughs> stuff about you but as you can see she still gets to write the book because it's her experience too right so right. you can't take her experience or anything she can write about. Right. I've talked about this before. This is rock song. I can't remember what the name of it is or the group. But the story in the song is that him and his girl go on a trip and she's driving. And I think she either finds out that he cheated or something. And he leaves her. She leaves him on the side of the road. Wow. And um, he basically has to hitch his way back because they got really right. far away. So he made like this hit song about it. And it, you know, so she he turned something bad, and it's made it good. big. But then she sued him. He wants some of it, right? Right. She sued him, and because uh, she said, "Hey, if I didn't leave him in the middle of the road, he wouldn't have had a hit." And uh, she got some money out of it too. So I'm like, "That's crazy." Wow. That I wouldn't expected that. Yeah. But hey. That, yeah. She looked at it a different way too. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, so I, I've always thought about that. Um, now you talked about that you do both secular and um not and um obviously christian music uh so what is the is it back to it like when you sit down you go okay this is going to be a secular song or is it something where it's just the inspiration comes to you and it's secular or christian or how's that go uh for, for well for me it's gonna be they're pretty much always if I'm doing if I'm going to do if I'm going to be the performer it's probably going to be a Christian song uh, but at this time like when I wrote this last song what would you do 
I was thinking I have an artist in mind that my friend is managing. And he came down and you know, my friend knew it was from me producing, but I'm not a show up at the lab and I can show you. I'm a okay, let's get in here and then we'll let's work on it. We put some we get some going. But he wanted me to show him. Show him what you got, show him what you got. But he's a young dude, nineteen, and he doesn't want to hear What happened uh, to you, Jeff? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you went. Your screen went my, back. My camera went. Yeah, my camera says I quit. Uh oh. It's got. Uh oh. Okay, so now it's really gonna jack. Seen it. Yeah, there we go. That's all right. I'm getting it. Okay. I think it's back there. He got black oh, on. He got good. black on us for a second. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I was thinking of him. He's he's a uh, he's a young artist, and so I. I had Christian songs. I played some of our songs for him, but he wanted something more today. So I, mean, I could do today, but you know, we sent him some. I sent him some tracks that people liked, but he didn't like the track. So at first, I was like, eh. <laughs> but then this this track came to me. So I thought of him when I did the track. So it was sex. I knew it was going to be secular for him to do. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't generally write a secular. I don't think secularly. My mind doesn't think secularly because I'm. I'm, I'm a believer, so I don't think that way. Mm-hmm. But I can, you know, if it's, it's a job. Like, if I go to work, I I do work secularly. I don't, you know, I'm not going to work to do a Christian. I'm I'm a Christian man that does work, so I deliver my cars. I'm not preaching a word to people when I deliver a car. I'm doing my job. So if I'm producing with somebody, I'm producing what they want, even though it's not what I would do or how I would word it. Now, I draw a line at... Uh, lyrics uh, I'm not gonna do explicit lyrics I'm, I'm that's that's me I don't I don't talk that way at all I everyday life I don't use explicatives that's that's me it's not explicit that way I I don't have to use those words to express myself now I know some people it's, you know it's like saying you or the or they or him to them it's every other word but for me I you know I don't use those words and I try to ask people not to use them around me. I'll be every now and then, hey, you don't have to say I'm sorry or anything to me. I know you're cursing you. You're not cursing me. You're cursing yourself with those words. But I prefer to not hear them. So secular Christianism, I don't think that way when I'm writing. I don't start it that way unless I have a subject matter and say I want to write about this subject, then that's different. I want to do a praise song about God, then that's Christian. I want to do a love song to my wife, then it's going to be secular. I you know, God's good, God's love, but my love towards my wife is usually secular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> usually. <laughs> you know, I mean. mm-hmm. So that does, yeah, I don't know if Pete wanted to add on to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let me ask this to Pete. We'll start off with Pete. Um, how do you okay. think um, gospel music has evolved in the last 10, 15 years? It seems like it really has. As far as concepts and, you know, just having that, that thump to it that maybe wasn't there before. Do you like it? Do you like gospel music, the state of gospel music now? Or um, or do you feel like, uh, you know, there's a lot that, that needs to be added to the mix? I know one thing, just as a side note, in order to get play airplay on, on uh, secular radio, they would have gospel music without God or Jesus in it. That was like a thing, and it seems like it. I don't know if 
I don't. It seems like that kind of faded a little bit. I don't know. Uh, maybe you guys, you guys can, you guys probably know a lot more than me. But uh, so, what do you think about the state of gospel music right now? Um. Wow, that's a good question. I think it's definitely came a long way. I think in the last 15, 20 years, it has definitely evolved. This, uh, uh, you know, you 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 can talk about traditional and uh, the new the new age millennium type of gospel music where you know you got if you took the lyrics out you know and it, 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 it would sound like secular music but at the same time it is working and it's opened a lot of doors for a lot of uh new artists new upcoming artists i mean you go back to the uh, the whiners you know even the whiners to me they're just overall good music good music good lyrics for everybody to me they could have been a secular group but still very clean very uh uh, 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 you know, season, season, uh, uh, group, uh, 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 you know, type of music, adult, contemporary gospel music. Now you get to Kurt Franklin and people like that and Shania, uh, Lori, uh, which they got, they got a lot of hip hop elements in the music. You know, it's really bouncing. You know, and it's, but at the same time, you're attracting the youth. You're attracting the youth. So I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's good. I think, uh, you know, I mean, my taste is might be different from the next person's, but I think overall, I think it's a plus that uh, uh, today's gospel music kind of evolved from tradition. And I think it all, we all need it. We all need it. We all different ages, different We can still reach somebody through a hip-hop beat, and you're still praising God. You're giving, you know, God something. You're giving Jesus. Even Kanye West did one, Jesus. I don't know if you remember back then he just said the word jesus in there that song which number one for for weeks you know mm-hmm. even though he's a rap artist he's a pretty pretty serious rap artist uh so i think it's i think it's a good thing actually i think it's great uh you know it inspires a lot of people uh new people that want to get into music um you know you know a lot of young guys they they used to come from the from the electronic age even not like us i'm old school where you know you actually played music we make we we, we, i'm one of the guys that made the dinosaurs that made the samples that they use (laughs) you know so but it all comes together you know at the end of the day if it all can come together and and it can inspire somebody to start music or or somebody can go wow i love that song they're giving god some at the same time i think it's great i think this i think it's a good thing yeah. So, what about you, Jeff? Uh, as far as the evolution of the gospel music, uh, um, it's it's interesting. I, I actually they have it's a worship worship music now is the the genre that's big. Now. Um, I'm a, I'm a word man. I'm, I'm word based. Uh, you ever hear most most of my raps on word based? I have the scripture all in it, explaining the scripture, saying the scripture. Only that that's how I write. Um, and that's what I believe the music of God or gospel music should be. It should be word based. I don't, uh, so for me, the music part, I don't believe the music is, you know, evil or not evil. How the music sounds, the 808 bass or that has none of this. It's your words. It's what you're trying to portray. You know, as long as people understand that you're talking about or what you're trying to get across. I shouldn't, they shouldn't have to figure out that you're talking about God. 
well, dang, I listened to that 80 times, and now I figure, oh, I think he's talking about God, but it should be, that should be what you're saying. That should be what they get, if that's, if you're going to call it gospel. You know, then they should get that you're saying gospel, you're, that you're giving them a message. It doesn't have to be Bible scriptures. It could be just the message, you know, love, peace, joy, you know, good, you know, help, uh, prosperous, all those things are godly things. So that should be your message, though. So I, I'm, you know, so I'm all for it. I mean, I like. There's some songs I like, and, but I haven't listened to gospel, black gospel. And of course, in the church, we're already segregated. So you got black gospel, you got worship music. <laughs> yeah, but there's black guys doing worship. I mean, I love worship music. Uh, that genre, I, I can listen to it all day because mm. they, the songs are to my heart. I mean, they're to my heart. They, they speak to me. They, really do a lot of anointed stuff and there's some white groups and black groups there and it's a it's a good mix it's not all white and it's not all black it's mm-hmm. it is a uh uh, uh what word am i looking for uh it's a mixed race it's uh very, yeah very very diverse yeah diverse thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> so damn this gonna get the word like where it's there where i got you i got you <laughs> very very diverse I, so I can listen to that all day, and I have it in my Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. praise and worship playlist. I just got them on. I mean, from I have everybody commission because you know the old school groups, commission to uh, I uh, mm-hmm. oh, about sorry, baby. See, she's talking to me back here, but she don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeff, uh, yeah. can I, I can throw this in there real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, we got a song we did called Turn It Out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got it. Yeah, we're going to play it, too, before we oh, finish oh, the topic. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the reason I'm mentioning that is because, like, at my job, right, I work around a lot of uh, uh, 20-year-olds. And, you know, and I showed them the video on YouTube, and they were all looking it up. And, you know, and they were just like, oh, man, you're a YouTube star. You're this and that. I said, no, no, not really. But none of them know what the lyrics are really talking about in that song. It's really a gospel. It's a praise song. Yeah. Right, Jeff? It's a praise song. But when you listen to it, they got caught up in the beat and the video and me being this character in the video. I'm just going to say when you see the video. (laughs) They got caught up into that and, you know, they know what I mean. They go like, wow, man, what you going to do with that song? You know, do more. You know what more? You know, we're going to get you some more hits. And All right, cool. But at the same time, like you said, whatever... You inspired what makes you feel good, whatever moves you, you know, whatever moves that person that's listening to it, it you know, but yeah. never, none of them can, you know, pretty much tell me, okay, what, what, what are the lyrics? What am I saying? All they know is turn it out. They know the chorus, yeah. the hook, but after that, they don't know what we're talking about praising God. But you know, anyway, that's a great segue. So let's do this. Let's play the song and then we'll talk about it. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. It's gone. 
Thank you. That is great, man. You're too uh, kind. Thank you very much. Great, great song. Uh, and I, I was checking out the bass, too. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, you know, man, that's, that's a great song. Nice to... Uh-oh. We lost. We lost, Jeff. Great song. Um, I'm back, Jeff. What was the uh, inspiration behind that one? Uh, I guess I'll speak to Jeff is not there mm-hmm. uh pretty much jeff came up with the concept uh he and uh john uh i believe and mostly they did they you know pitched it to me and told me you know uh and jeff i mean it was real crazy because jeff wanted me to be this character after we did the song and i'm like well, when you see the video you you understand but i think pretty much they they uh they they had he had an idea of uh you know Let's turn it out. Let's say this. Let's make it dance. But let's talk about let's praise God at the same time. And okay, okay, like well, let's keep it funky. Now, John, uh, the bass player, uh, uh, he, he's his whole thing is funk. He's old school funk bass player. He, you give him some old Parliament, some Bootsy. He, he's the, he's that guy. So he incorporates this funk thing in there. And I'm like, okay. Uh, 
let me let me let me because he kind of kind of basically came up with the foundation pretty much i said well, let me get in there and uh and add my two cents to it and you know it, it pretty much came together we all like it we like we like the groove and um um you know the horns oh, came oh, oh, one second. uh my brother john accidentally came in uh okay yeah sorry about that hey kate uh lj said he's supposed to be on this spot no 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 he was he's just visiting uh, okay. No, Jeff. No, Jeff Where's is. Jeff, yeah, no, Jeff is. Jeff is. So I'm, uh, I'm out. No right. problem. Sorry. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, I don't know what happened to Jeff, but you guys yeah. still hear me? No, nah, it's some kind of technical issue. Okay. Get it popping. All right, go ahead. You finish. Okay, so well, anyway, um, uh, you know, it it, it came together, uh, um. Uh, I think it was mostly inspired by uh, John, the other bass player. And then Jeff came up with the horn line. So he was like, man, can you play this? I'm like, man. I'm like, well, okay, let me see. That would add a lot to it. And then um, and then uh, we tried to do it, you know, tried to do it live. You know, it's different when you, you get an idea and then doing it live, it's a whole nother thing. It's a whole different level to keep it live and keep that integrity of the song when you come in live and and to duplicate what you did on a on a recording that is like a that could be a challenge it depends on the song but we managed to to, to perfect it enough and we can we can pull it off we can do it do it good live but uh anyway well, i think the most of the inspiration came from from jeff and uh john lewis uh, uh past uh for member and i just kind of fit in they Better to me, and I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's make that work. So it was Tracy yeah. too. Tracy, Tracy, that's right, Tracy. Tracy. Yeah, yeah. So, you're right. Oh, that was. Uh, oh, I was well, talking about. I was about the, how you came to me with the character. Oh yeah. Oh, he got to be a pimp. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Jump back. We got him the suit too. He looked. He looked like a pimp to go. He's pretty good. I said, you sure you weren't a pimp in the past life? You got to move down. Don't let him fool you. You got some game. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, so, um, so when you perform um, on stage, you're playing the bass, and uh, Pete is on um, keys, right? Yes. Do you, have, uh, do you have anybody on percussion? Uh, generally, it's drum machine. Drum um, machine. We have a guy that plays uh, a guy that plays drums that we can call if we need a drummer if we're going to be a, have everything live. But otherwise, it's just me and Pete. Or when it was me, Pete, and John, we worked a drum machine. I just that was my my hands were full. A drum machine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His, <laughs> all of our hands are full. Okay, my hands. I'm playing two keys. He's singing. There. He's playing bass. Then if he's not playing bass, I'm playing bass on keys. If he's playing, uh, he's he's singing, and then he's programming drums in between, at the same time programming keyboards in between songs while I'm playing. It's just uh, there's there's no room for error <laughs> for us oh, at all. But you got it limited. We don't have all the personnel. Yeah. State. You got to imagine. You know, you you saw us at your at your function uh, a few yeah. years back. Uh, you know, it was just two of us and. People don't realize it's a lot of work that goes into that to you know to pull that off live you know to pull out what you heard just heard live with two people and people always go well where's the rest of the band we're like no nah, this is it wow. <laughs> they can't believe I can't it, you know? the work and, the and you guys uh, yeah. you guys rock man 
The yeah, two man band rocking it too, y'all. I did a concert at at, at the crib, and uh, they performed and they just killed it, man. It was awesome, awesome. All right, so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give a proper shot room shout out, and then we're gonna um, transition into our um, conversation, and then we're gonna t- mention the cookies too uh, at the end of the show. And you guys in the audience will have an opportunity to win some cookies. Now. <laughs> Now y'all have to pay attention though, because we're gonna do. It's gonna be a, a quiz, and whoever writes it first in the chat room will get the um, will get a chance at the cookies. And if you're on your phone on Get Vocal, I believe you swipe left. Is it uh, to get to the chat room? So you can type into the chat by swiping left. I believe it's left. So uh, test it if you are li- if you're doing it on your phone. But um, so you have to pay attention if you want to. Um, to uh, to get the uh, the um, the prize. Now, um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the cookies, but uh, uh, let me do a, a proper shout out, a chat room shout out. Uh, on Facebook, we have Robert, uh, Carlos, I see Ruby, uh, Monica, Angela right. as well in there. In uh, get vocal, uh, I see John, uh, Lil John. Um, Dr. Tachi, uh, John, Alex, Melanie, I see D, uh, Luke, and once again, happy birthday, Olaf, and I see Maya. So thank you for those. And if I missed anybody, I didn't do it on purpose, please uh, forgive me. All right, so the topic today is, you know, uh, our two guests are men of faith. And I think we all are men of faith. Uh, And um, the times have been pretty tough this year. 2020 is not my favorite year of my life, Uh, to say the least. 2020 has been uh, pretty pretty terrible (laughs) on a lot of levels. I mean, personally, uh, the world, you know, uh, you know, from COVID to the racial unrest, to you know, unfortunately losing people um, that are dear, and people getting sick that are close yeah. to us, to just you know, it's just been a uh, a uh, a bad year as far as those things are concerned, and a lot of people are having a tough time with it, even if they're not necessarily affected directly, like with a death or even illness. You have a lot of people who are having a tough time with the the big change in the way that we have to to live right now, and for some people, that's helping them get through it is their faith or their, their walk with God. And I really wanted to uh, ask you guys, like as men of faith, um, how do you how do you call upon your faith to to um, to help you know uh, with life in general, but definitely with these times. Well, I'm, I'm going to go first because my battery's dying on my camera. But uh, for me, it keeps me at peace. I In this to stop, you know, when it first happened, my our business shut down for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I'm sure I was on the, I deliver cars. So the car industry went down at that time. But God hasn't missed a beat. And you know, throughout my life, he's taken care of me. And I, I believe anyone that calls on me to take care of me It's not... You know, it's not special to Jeff Watson. You know, it's he's looking for anybody just to believe that he is. That's going to talk to him like he is 
me or you that's going to come to him like he's walking right beside you because he is right there and he is real now some people may not understand that but god is real and if you treat him that way he'll be real to you now i'm not a bible thumper i don't, I don't push god on anybody but if you ask me i'm gonna tell you what works for me what what god's done because things happened in my life before god that weren't happening after god they worked so some people say you're lucky uh you know your circumstances you know wow wouldn't good but i say a coincidence i say well before it wasn't after it was so i say it's got to be him and it's been years and it's just over and over it's not like i've you know i've got super rich or been super famous but god has taken care of me and my family and he's kept me at peace and you don't know what being at peace this time people don't know what's going to happen but i'm at peace i'm relaxed not worried not anxious or anything god's got my back so you call on knowing the word or knowing that that's in the word and have it in your heart is how you can call on it's hard to do spur the moment so if you didn't know god before today then it, it may be hard because you've been leaning on you. But he'll even hold the, the new person, the person known today. He's going to show himself. He's going to show him and say, I, I got you. Just give me a chance. Just give me a chance. I'm right here. I got your back. But you got to give him a chance, though. Just give him a chance. Go ahead, Pete. I'm so I'm done. I'm, I'm good. I had to get that out. <laughs> about you, Brother Pete? Wow. Uh, you know, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can only say it's through through God, his grace and mercy that's sustaining me. I'm an essential worker, you know, uh, and I still go to work. Work has been doing overtime, man. Just it's been crazy. You know, I've been getting a lot of work. I'm really my heart goes out to those people that are not working. And I don't know, you know, they got to deal with this. You know, parents got to deal with their kids. How are they going to get their get their kids educated with the school uh, situation, school system, especially in uh, California? You know, and my heart goes out to them, man. Out to the essential workers. You know, I got uh, essential people in my my family that are nurses, uh, and and uh, and even some of my relatives had test had got tested. One of them uh, was tested tested positive, mm. but he went into the hospital for another reason. He got tested positive, but thank God I prayed about it, prayed on it, you know, said, you know, this is this is a, a tactic from the devil to put fear in everybody's heart. It's not fear. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. He gave us faith, you know, and we got to use that faith now. Use it to encourage somebody else, you know. Tell somebody, look, this is going to be all right. This is going to come to pass. This is going to be the old normal again, not the new norm, you know. I don't want, I want the old norm. I want to be, I don't want to have to wear a mask. I don't want to be six feet away. You know, but at the same time, you know, we got to be vigilant. We got to be realistic. You know, I mean, God gave us a sense and a mind to think on our own. But at the same time, I am so blessed. Uh, you know, the the money has been look, coming in better, uh, coming in better. I was able to help some people here and there. We got more money at the job. Uh, uh, you know, thank God, man, he blessed me with, a, with you know, with my place and a, and a nice, decent ride to get around in now. Uh, you know, I'm able to encourage somebody else to look, hey, you know, turn it, you know, give it to God. Give it to God. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get overwhelmed with this. God is a faithful God. His grace and mercy can do the same. If he can do it for me, he'll do it for you. Uh, pretty much, uh, you know, give it to God. Use your faith. That's, that's, 
That's the best I can say. You know, there, there is a silver. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I got, got a question for Jeffrey and Pete. Uh, black men, men of God, dealing with racism. Talk to me. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's life in the United States. Um, I Don't worry. It's, it's here in Canada, too. Don't worry. Oh, okay. you, you know, you know, just like COVID, you know, it spreads, you know. Yeah. We, I haven't had a... I've had some incidents where you know it's because I was black. I got pulled over. I got stopped. Uh, but I haven't had anything that came to the point where, you know, violence is going to happen. And my wife knows she fears for me because she knows I'm a, I'm a straightforward. I'm a say what's on my mind. If you're violating my rights, I'm a say it. So she's concerned that you're going to, you know, he might. Because I've been pulled over a few times, but I always call her. If I'm pulled over, I call her so she can hear what's happening. So, so if anything happens, you got it all. You got it all right there. So, because I, you know, I will say some things. I've been put over. I won't roll the window down. It's wrong just enough so I can hear him. What is it? Why you pull me over? I've had some bad, you know, the reasons why they pulled me over were not the reason they should pull me over. But it comes from the upbringing of the person, and it's going to take changing that to get it out. You know. It's, it's gonna take. It's gonna take. I mean, it's, now it's good because it's gone. But it's gonna take some years. It took. It's been inbred for hundreds of years. So now it's gonna take at least ten percent of that to to try to get it out, and it has to be going that way. But but I haven't uh, had any gunfire. Anybody in my family get killed or anything like that. Uh, you know. But I the things I've seen really hurt my heart. You know, seeing my people die. And I say, when people say Black Lives Matter, they don't mean Black Lives Matter and nobody else's lives matter. They mean Black Lives Matter also. You know, the other lives aren't getting killed unarmed. So obviously their lives matter, but ours are getting killed unarmed. So we're just trying to say our lives matter also. Not instead of yours, not without so blue lives, all that, but they're not killing blue lives, unarmed blue live people. You know, cops, they're not killing unarmed white people. They're killing unarmed black men, and they're saying black lives matter also. So I remember that they didn't put, you know, that's not in there. You know, in that statement, they just cut it down to black lives matter, but I, it means black lives matter also. So when people get mad and want to say all lives matter, they remember it's not, yeah, we're saying all lives matter, but ours matter also with the all lives. Go ahead, Pete. Well, you know, um, it is unfortunate. I, you know, not. I cannot stand to see uh, innocent brothers. You know why are, you know, in this year twenty twenty that, you know, I mean, it's been going on over the years. It's just now that you know with technology, people are cameras are everywhere, and people are seeing what really is going on with our law enforcement. You know, our law enforcement. I remember when you know an officer, you wouldn't have to worry about an officer. You know, I remember we was in elementary school and they would say, well, here's officer friendly. And, and people wanted to be a police. Kids wanted to be a policeman. You know, they they feed you all of that stuff. And then, but it was a different time then. It was, I think people cared more for one another then. People were more respectful for each other. Uh, now, you got this militarized, uh, you know, training in the, a lot of police forces. And that is just like, that's, 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 not, that's not what God wants us to do. You know, Rodney King said it best, man. 
can we all just get along? I don't know how, you know, that came from the spirit of God, but it is so true and it's so relevant right now. Can we all just get along? All lives matter, black lives matter, but we don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way. It breaks my heart to see this. It really does. I mean, you know, because of uh, what? You don't like me. I haven't done anything to you. My skin color, what you've heard, what you think. You haven't gotten a chance to know me yet. You don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. I can't pass judgment on you. You can't pass judgment on me. You know, so we, we, we as people, we still got to do better as well. Even though we don't deserve what was happening, what is happening to our brothers, our black brothers and sisters, you know, it's it's uncalled for. You know, it's like almost like we're back in the sixties. You know, that shouldn't be happening. That should be happening. But again, uh, like I said, you know, God has been He's been great to me. It's just like uh, Song ninety one. You know, I believe He's put me under His wing. You know, it will come nigh me. You know, I haven't had any real situations like that. You know where I got to really be fearful of my life, but at the same time, I got to be vigilant. I got to know my rights. I think it's education time for us to know what our rights are. You know, a lot of us over the years, we haven't. We haven't known that. I have. Now I'm a whole lot more educated about it, and I think everybody needs to do that. Anytime you get any any kind of uh, issue pulled over with a police officer, pull the camera out, film it, film it, film it. Uh, you know, give it to God, though. In the name of Jesus. Uh oh, you're on mute. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kente. No, yeah, I, I agree, man. It's like uh, I've been talking about this kind of stuff for a long time, as you guys know. And um, a lot of it, it, it isn't just, you know, the dude that just not liking us. It's just a system that's been in place. What they know? To keep certain people in power. And other people behind, and um, until you dismantle that system, it's just going to keep perpetuating itself. Mm-hmm. Even though they uh, may take Aunt Jemima off the the box <laughs> or give us Juneteenth, uh, you know they're giving us everything, but what we ask for, don't freaking kill us. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know you can leave Aunt Jemima on the box. Give her a box, just don't kill me. Yeah, don't kill me. You know. <laughs> so you know, um, but you know it's it, it's a. Uh, one thing I have to say, too, is as black people, faith has always been the thing that's kept us through and unity within ourselves. Um, if you go back to the civil rights movement, it was men of faith. Uh, yeah. When you go back, you know, you, you go back to even um, the, uh, uh, the Nat Turner Rebellion. They, they were yeah. people of faith. Uh, you know, so our faith has always been something that we've leaned on. For, to, for as I struggle for freedom, so um, it's very important to make that distinction. And also, if you go back to the '60s, and I mentioned this on the show we did before, that they actually had the thunder too. You know, like like you know, they had people with guns protecting the churches and stuff like that. So yeah. they understood that. So you know, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to turn the other cheek. To, you can well, protect yourself. You can yeah. protect yourself and your community. So we want to. Um, I definitely want to stress that is is uh, if you're gonna come in our house with gunfire, we're gonna have to have something for you. So uh, you know, 
and then we'll yeah. pray after we do our business. <laughs> so. I'll lay hands on you and raise you up after. <laughs> right, right. In right. Jesus' name. Right, right. <laughs> but there is a silver lining to the COVID thing. And the silver lining is because people have to wear masks, you don't have to smell so much bad breath. So, uh, so remember oh, yeah, that's that. A good, that's, a, that's a good thing. Remember that. Uh, the, <laughs> we, actually, we might need to keep the mask for, forever uh, for that reason. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny though. Some people during this time have lost a lot. A lot of people have, and you have the evictions that are going on, and you have people who are just in dire straits, and then you have people that totally have benefited. From this time, yeah. who've made? I think they said there's what 16 new billionaires bec- yeah, after COVID. Hey, you know, you're in the right business. So I mean, yeah, you know. I've gained, I've, I've done better. Like I said, starting a business in COVID. <laughs> and, 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 and let's talk about that business because, look, <laughs> I love sweets. It's not a secret. <laughs> yeah. I think most of us do, and uh, I. Anytime to uh, taste a delicious cookie is a is a good thing. So I didn't even know you baked. Well, I didn't know all. I did either. Yeah, I didn't know that. See, you, how, many, how many tools you got in your toolbox, man? I, I, hey, man, I, I, I guess I got a, according to my wife, I got a big toolbox. Like, Apparently, my yeah. cheerleader. His, yeah. Jeff, so, Jeff, so, he's so, and my these man. Are, can't do it. Nobody can. I, I, I ain't trying to insult you, but these are your cookies or is it your wife's cookies? Oh, he's my cook. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I didn't want. I didn't know if low key she really sneaking behind. No, Let me add a little. No, no, no. Jazz it no. up. No. Okay. All right. So tell us about about your cookies and eventually how we can get our hands on them and stuff like that. All right. So hopefully I'll be live by I'll be live by September first for sure with the website jdubsbaking.com. Um, my big bite cookies will be available. I have some now. I've been giving them to. Friends and and family for my parents, so they could taste them. Just to get an idea, because I wasn't planning on selling. Them. I actually made them for the people at our food distribution, and they were saying you should sell these. I've never heard anybody say that about my cookies, but so I made them a couple of times. So I started looking into it and how to do it. So I started the steps. So it should be live by September first. Be able to buy them online, order them, I ship. Uh, I'm trying to get into a couple restaurants or so. Uh, just to keep me busy here. I'm not trying to be Nabisco or, or Keebler. If Keebler <laughs> Nabisco comes and says, I want to buy, I, I will sell. <laughs> I said, now I'm not going to sell for cheap, but I will sell. I, I'll sell. I'll, I'm not trying to be a baker in that sense, but I believe God wants me to do it. We have a thing we want to do with tiny houses for the homeless and things of that nature, me and my wife, and I need finances to do it. And I believe he gave me this to do to try to try to make it work so i believe it's the first step to that so it's not really so i could be rich or that it's really for an end to help other people uh live and i'm not trying to do tiny houses for the destitute really i'm doing it for people that are working poor that can't save any money because they're paying their rent they're seeding their kids they're working though they're earning a living they just they can't put anything aside to take the next step up so we want to give them a chance to get that step up so we'll give you six months in this place with your family or in you don't have to pay rent you know just live here stack your chips 
and buy something else and we'll just pay it forward and that, that's how i want to do it i so i believe god will finance it and that's that's something that's going to happen so we'll, we'll see how it goes um <laughs> from there but this is the start of it so, so um being that uh we love a, an opportunity to uh to give something out when we can uh we are going to give out some cookies today um now what kind are available uh, i have a heat bar cashew there's a pecan walnut uh cashew chocolate chip there's a pecan walnut cashew with raisin there's just plain chocolate chip and i'm working on my pistachio i haven't got perfect that pistachio or white chocolate i'm working on it it came out okay but i'm still working on that do you have any gluten-free they're asking in the chat uh I, I guess i could try to make some gluten-free <laughs> minor minor goodies i mean they're just sweet cookies okay so all right so we're gonna do a trivia real quick and the way you do it is the first person to answer this in the chat room will have the opportunity to win now because of the nature of the question if you're related to me you can't answer this question because you will <laughs> obviously know this answer so uh if you're in the chat room and you're a relative don't put it in the chat room because you will uh, so these are people who are not related to us. Um, so Jeffrey, if you were paying attention at the beginning of the show, I said Jeffrey is related to me. Put in the chat room, the first person to put how he's related to me in the chat room is the winner. Oh, my, dang, Maya was quick. Maya was quick. Maya was quick. Yeah, Maya is the winner. Uh, wow, she was like, she probably saw that. She probably... She probably saw it coming. Uh, hey, so you see my battery right. finally died. Oh yeah, I'm still online, but you can't see me no more. Yeah. All right. So I knew it was on. It was flashing for a while. So Maya, you are the winner, and we'll we'll get it to you. I know that you, you are a gluten free person, so we don't know. We have to work work that out. Have to work that out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Maya is the first winner, and we're gonna do this uh, in the future. So uh, we'll do the the cookie thing. All right, so uh, before we go, um, and we're going to play one, one more song as well, um, what can we be on the lookout for from you guys uh, going forward? You want to go, you want, you want Pete? Uh, well, we're, we're uh, you know, with everything that's going on as far as, uh, you know, performing, uh, I'm not sure how we would do that, but we're trying to get this, uh, it's called uh, Jasmine Cam, I think, this uh site to where we can uh what it is it's kind of like a zoom kind of like this but like a zoom and we can play each other and do shows you know virtual nice and we can do performances virtual so we're trying to get that going uh we tried it once we had some some issues but i think i fixed it it was mainly on my end but i think once we get that going i got it i got it a lot better now i think it's uh, all worked out and once we get that going uh you know we we're going to be doing some stuff and like i said i'm believing we'll get back to the old norm and get back to the old norm and we can come in your house again that's right you <laughs> right. do the front yard we, your front yard. we can yeah, we can make that po- i'm gonna do a uh online uh stand-up comedy show so uh, okay so oh, people- i'll listen to that i ain't, I ain't got i'm not funny oh uh, you, know, <laughs> you know your cousin's very funny kenta you could use them as a house band for the event Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, right. but um, yeah, we're, we'll have a bunch of d- different comedians. Thank you, Doctor Five. 
You are very welcome. I got your taste back. All right. All right. That, this is my mentor right here, Dr. Vibes. All right. So, so yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, let's do this. Um, how can we get you in uh, social media and stuff? We'll start with you, Pete. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'll be, or you can check me YouTube, H. Peters, H. Peters channel. I've got a YouTube channel, H. Peters. Uh, you can uh, find me on Facebook. It's Harold Peters. I'm not confused. <laughs> I know. And, uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on message, uh, Instagram. Uh, it'll be, uh, uh, H. Peters, I believe. Yeah. Instagram, uh, and my email, uh, so I can put my email out there. Or if you, if we'll do that. If you, or if you, if you want to, you could drop it in there, and I'll put it in the show notes. So I'll make sure that uh, drop okay. your information, and I'll make sure it's in the show notes. Uh, but but um, you want to say it? Um, go ahead. Okay, my my email is H, A is an apple. Peters P E T E R S, thirty six, at gmail dot com. That's H. Henry A. Apple, Peters, P-E-T-E-R-S, 36, at gmail.com. All right. And, uh, all right. And Jeff, how, how can we get you on social media and all that stuff? Are you on Instagram? Yeah, J-Dub Narside is my Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook, Jeffrey J-Dub Watson on Facebook. Um, email JeffreyWatson60 at gmail.com. Uh, ptgmusic.com is the record recording company record label um, website and jdubsbaking.com will be the cookie or the baking company it's not live yet so if you go to that it's not going to show anything but ptg music is there proclaim the gospel music what it stands for if you want to go you can hear some of our old stuff uh, I actually haven't been on it in a while but Actually, I just want to jump in with to ask a question to both the gentlemen before we let them go. You have been involved with gospel music for a number of years. How has the music evolved, good or bad, during your journey? Uh, for me, I, I wouldn't say. Uh, I, I think well, a lot of it seems to be copycat. You know, a lot of people do the same thing. If something. Something sells, and then everybody else starts doing it. So you get the double pedal on the drum, on the kick for, you know, uh, Thai trivet. So everybody wants to do Thai. Um, I just, as Christian, just be you. You know, if you're praising God, whatever God gave you, just just be you. And it's good. I I believe evolution is good. There's nothing wrong with coming into the 21st century. I don't know. I haven't heard any trap gospel you know mm-hmm. i don't, I don't know if that, that's a thing but you know I, I some of the beats and how they put the melodies together i kind of i kind of like so okay. you know I, I may i may put one together you never know but me and peter open to whatever as long as it sounds good so okay. if it's trap or if it's edm or what you know i don't know i don't know we just, we just go with what 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 moves us and usually it's r&b but <laughs> but you know, but it could be anything. Jazz. We do a lot of jazz stuff, you know. So, but I, I, I it's, the evolution is okay. We're getting more word like we're getting more word conscious. 
Right. You know, instead of just screaming and God loves me and screaming, you actually are, this is how God loves me. This is what God wants me to do. Or this is how God wants you to do it. Okay. Um, using the word in there, you know, putting some word in there. I don't, you know, the screaming is good, but give them something to grab onto, some substance to it, not just right. the, the screaming part of it. Go ahead, Pete. Pete. All right. Um, I like I like originality. You know, uh, I don't. It's I don't want to sound like anybody else. I don't want anybody else to sound like me. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much try to keep it. That's why maybe I, you know, I have listened to a lot of uh, music over the years. I'm, I'm a music lover. I like any kind of music. You can give me pretty much anything. Um, I don't know <laughs> anything, yeah. but I don't know something. I never heard before, but I'll figure some kind of way to pull a melody to it and do something with it. But I think originality, you know, just be you, be yourself. If you get inspired by God or by an experience or by something, don't worry about what it sounds like. This is going to be for now. I got to, you know, keep up with the times. I got to keep up with this. A good song is a good song. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just like the song, uh, You Are So Beautiful, uh, with uh, yeah, Joe Cocker, Joe Cocker, yeah, it, uh, it, it's the song. It is the song first. Yeah. yeah, it's the song first, and I it's not even about the performance of the song. It's about the song first. What that song means, what it's talking about. So, uh, I, I think the new stuff is uh, good. I mean, I don't like everything that I hear. It's just uh, my preference, you know. But I, th- I say stay, stay original. Keep it original. Kinte, can I get one more in before we sure, kick go out? Ahead. Go ahead. So, gentlemen, give me three artists or groups still around or not around that would you that you would love to see mm. perform. Wow. Three artists doesn't and does not can be gospel or non gospel. Give me give me three. All right, I I I like Bruno Bruno Mars' show. I, I like his show. I like what he brings to it. I, I like. Uh, I like the way, uh, what is his name? I ain't messing with you. <laughs> I, I like, I like how he raps. I don't like the words he's saying in that song, but I, I like his flow. And I, I, I saw one of his, just wanted him to do a live show, a couple songs. But I can't remember his name. J. Cole? I think it was J. Cole. Okay. And, uh, let's see, a lot of gospel. Um, one is, uh, Elevation Worship. One white Christian group that I believe is anointed that God is using, they're called Elevation Worship. I mean, they're anointed and they do some good music. Now it, it's it's contemporary Christian, but it's good word. It just it hits my heart. And so I mean, we've done a lot of their songs. We do it our style, so right. we kind of put the soul on it. But they're good, good songs. So I wouldn't mind seeing them live too. Okay. All right, Pete. Yeah. Uh, I would say Shania Glory. Shekinah. Uh, Shekinah Glory, sorry. Yeah, I, I got uh, Maybe uh, Take Six. Oh, I saw them many times live. And I'm going to go Sackler, Prince. Well, <laughs> I saw him live. Take Six, amazing. Amazing yeah, live, yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing live. Those vocals, man, it's just oh. goosebumps, you know. Spread, spread love, classic yeah. song. Yeah, yep. 
Love is what you need. Love is what you need. Da, da. There we go. <laughs> there we go. This is da da da. Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead, Kinte. I done. <laughs> uh, all right. So as as a uh, just um, tomorrow night here, uh, indie radio as well as on Give uh, Vocal, we'll be having a new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show. Um, I can't remember what the to- the topic is. It's going to be really good, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> uh, Shannon, don't, sh- don't Shannon, don't shoot me. Uh, and on Thursday night, uh, last week, last Thursday, we came back with a new season of Cinema Duth Fromage, where we review movies that are deemed uh, cheesy by some um, pre nineteen ninety movies. And we reviewed They Live last week, which is one of my favorites. And um, this week, we're going to be reviewing a movie called Disorganized Crime that came out in 1989. So uh, that's what we're reviewing this week. So uh, uh, check those those out. Um, Even if you haven't seen the film, we we save the spoilers for last. So you can listen to our review and still decide if you want to check out those movies. So, so. And uh, you can Can be at Kente F and Kente Ferguson on Instagram and Indie Radio, indyradio.org is the website. Mm -hmm. Well, before we we close it down, uh, since Kente did a plug, I'll do a plug. So we're broadcasting this live on August 2nd. So tomorrow, August 3rd at noon hour, uh, if you follow me, I will be interviewing a reggae artist named Ja Cure. Ja Cure. Okay who's going to be uh, performing at the Grace Jerk Fest, which is usually held in person, but obviously because of 2020, it's <laughs> held virtually. So uh, I'm, I'm having a conversation with him live tomorrow at 12 noon, and then tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. I'm having a conversation with a lady named V. Cherie Williams. She is a publisher and editor of a, a magazine called Cuisine Noir Magazine, which has been around for almost 10 years i've known her for almost 10 years it's the only magazine traditional which means print and online that's dedicated to blocks in food wine and travel nice hey all right who's it. based out who's based out in oakland so there you go on the left coast and uh so if you want to find out any information about myself just go to the website the drvibeshow.com that's where you can find out um, the replays, this, that, and the other thing, contact me, etc. I'd like to thank everyone who watches live on the replay Sunday evening. Love you all for watching this live or on the replay. Much appreciated. All I always right. close up my all conversation right. saying, Oh, wait, wait, we got one. We got a song before. Real quick. Oh, we got one. Oh, okay. Close out with a song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. No problem. Well, I'm just going to say my final thing. We oh, can okay. close out with music then. Uh, like to say, as always, Live your life as a dream. If you can dream it, you can make it. Sometimes you have to get smaller to get stronger. Block assumptions and then aim bigger, aim better, aim higher, aim wider. And as Robert F. Smith, richest black man in America, says, don't waste this crisis. Kinte, back to you. Gentlemen, thank you for taking time out of your productive schedule. Much appreciated. All right. Thank you. So we we got another track, and this one is called Jesus. So I knew he was going to play J-S-U-S. Right, right. <laughs> Come on, put those hands together. Come on. Come on. Oh, this is a live version. Oh, is- yeah, live in Florida. Yeah. Oh. His name is Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. Jesus. J-E-S-U-S.
one is greater, he's not an imitator, but if you don't believe me, then just read the word and you will see the love, the life, the truth, and the way. Hey, what else can I say? But sorry, one not only fun, but how I win the race in which I run. Said he that's about to secret place, and not only that, but seeks his faith. You don't have to cry, don't have to wonder why, because Jesus Christ is the one who cannot lie. There's a father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. They're the three that I love the most, and I hope we do too, because I can't see nothing greater than for you to me to me. Speak, judge, praise, when Jesus comes back on judgment day.
Ah, espera.